the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Get it on. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show on Newstalk 710 KNUS in Denver, Colorado Springs. We're coming to you on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, it is Sunday, February 12th. Yes, indeedy. It is the day of the 57th Super Bowl. Are you going to be watching it? Estimates have between 190 and 230 million people watching. I will be watching from the home of my daughter Kaylee and her husband Rainer in Santa Barbara, California, when it kicks off at 6.30 Eastern, 4.30 Colorado time, 3.30 here on the Pacific Coast. Did you see that article about three guys that have been to all 57, well, today they will go, and they will be to all 57 Super Bowls. And you know when you think about it, I think that's pretty cool. I've been to 42 Major League All-Star games. We started back in 1978, a bunch of college, Army, drinking buddies, and guys have drifted in, guys have drifted out. But these three guys... You know what? If you've gone to 57 Super Bowls, that means that if you let's say you started at uh, 23, okay, and um, so they're 80 years old. God bless their health. They're still around and they are doing that together. So uh, they'll be part of a big crowd down in Arizona for the game today. Think about what they've paid in tickets. It is average price of ten thousand dollars a ticket the range is somewhere between 4200 for premium seats people have paid as much as thirty thousand dollars couldn't you use an extra thirty thousand bucks in your pocket halftime you know what pepsi signed a 10-year contract in 2012 they didn't renew it this year they signed a 10-year contract to sponsor the Super Bowl halftime shows, $2 billion. That is $20 million a year. Do you know what the NFL is now asking for a single Super Bowl halftime sponsorship? $50 million. Holy cow. Did you know that concessions today... Beers will cost between $17 for domestic and $19 for craft. Did you know that hot dogs will cost $12? Mixed drinks can be as high as $25. Aren't you glad that you are at home with a Billy's Old World Pizza, Chicago-style pizza from 8th and Cimarron in Colorado Springs? Yes, Jim Hendershot is open for Super Bowl Sunday, maybe a Louis pizza from Colorado Springs. 
maybe a Grinelli's pizza from Castle Rock. But whatever it is, it's going to be a nice day to sit at home and enjoy this game. Anyway, we've got a busy hour for you. We're going to talk about beautiful cities in the United States with Warren Erbson. And don't forget to tell me who you think is going to win by sending me an email at mike at mikeboyle.com. For over a decade now, Crave Real Burgers in Castle Rock have been putting out great burgers. Not just Mike's favorite, the Cheesy Jane, which is just a big, thick, juicy, regular half-pound burger cooked to order with cheese, but also over a dozen gourmet burgers, or if you want to call them chef-inspired burgers. Maybe one stacked with deep-fried onion rings, another sandwiched between two donuts, and even one with roast beef piled on top. The fries are delicious, and if you want something a little different and a little decadent, try the chili cheese fries. Crave also makes great milkshakes, lots of different flavors, and because Crave has a liquor license, they can also make you an adult-style milkshake, if you know what we mean. Crave is open seven days a week, serving lunch and dinner, and is located in the same parking lot as the Castle Rock Theater. There's plenty of free parking, and remember, Crave perfected takeout and delivery during the shutdown. It's a fun place to dine in, but if taking it to go is more your style, they can handle it. So when you get that burger craving, remember, Crave Real Burgers in Castle Rock is there for you. Crave Real Burgers. Hey, everybody, it's Mike. And if you've listened to the restaurant show with any regularity, if you've gone to my website, mikeboyle.com, if you clicked on blog, you know I am a fussed budget about my margaritas. I've got the world-famous Mike Boyle margarita recipe on my website, but I was approached not so very long ago by a company called Coyote Gold Margaritas. These are margaritas in a can. They're part of what's called RTDs, ready to drink. So instead of needing to have tequila and triple sec and sweet and sour, they do it all for you. They put it in a can, and it's available at many, many area liquor stores. They approached me. I said, okay, I'm a little skeptical. Put some salt around the rim. I poured it on ice, and I said, these things are good. These people have a winner. Check it out. It's called Coyote Gold Margaritas. They've got some flavors, but I think it'll save you a lot of ease, and you can come home and relax and make yourself a nice margarita. There are very few things you can count on in this life, but one thing is for certain. People will always be moving to our beautiful state, and they need a home. And people already here, well, they occasionally like to sell their home, move to a different part of town, get something a little bigger, maybe even downsize a little. You know, the kids are gone, have a garage sale, and get into something a little more manageable. And for whatever reason, we don't get it. Some people even want to sell their home and move away. But for whatever reason, you're going to need a good realtor. Why not choose somebody who has been around, has the experience, knows the market, and, most importantly, can get the job done? That's why at the restaurant show, Mike recommends you contact Rob or Carol Hoffman, the Hoffman Group with Keller Williams Realty. Rob and Carol have been doing this for over 30 years. Hot markets, soft markets, they've seen it all. So give them a call, 303-771-9500. Once again, that's 303-771-9500. Ask for Rob or Carol. Whatever your real estate needs, they can take care of you. Hey, 
Welcome back to the restaurant show. As you know, we talk about restaurants and travel and movies and books and sports, whatever interests us, whatever we feel like talking about on the weekends. Well, I found an article that I thought was really enjoyable. These things pop up periodically. It might be in travel and leisure, might be another publication. But if I feel that they are reasonably credible, then I will probably get them on the air. The 25 most beautiful cities in the world. Beauty lies in all corners of the globe. And I know many of you are a little bit more inclined to domestic travel. Maybe your travel is determined by where family friends are. Maybe your travel is determined by going someplace the same place over and over. But you know what? We are back in full travel operations here in the United States. The planes are flying. Travel agents are working overtime to get everybody where they want to go. Europe is open. Asia is open. South America is open. So I thought it might be fun to share this article with a guy that is even more traveled than I. I have been to all 50 states. I have been to all seven continents. I've been around the world. I've been to about 75 countries. But my guest, Warren Erpson, the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, he would probably call that travel resume one of a rookie. Is that about right, Warren? Would you consider no, you're, me? You're, <laughs> I don't consider you a rookie. Uh, first of all, you've been to all 50 states and I have not. I've been to more countries uh, by quite a margin around the world uh, than uh, than I've been to states in the United States. Maybe I'm at a point I should be traveling to more of the U.S., but uh, uh, I've been an inventor and traveler for God, about 60 years now. Well, and actually, you know what? I I think that an awful on this list of the 25 most beautiful cities in the world, three of them are in the United States. And I think that sometimes we as Americans, we want to go to the cocktail party and say we were just here or we want to meet with friends and family and say we were just there. I remember back in about 1986, Bill Husted, who used to write the Society column for the Rocky Mountain News. Good friend, good friend of the restaurant. Um, We were somewhere having a cocktail, and he said to my then wife and I, well, where has the couple that goes everywhere different, everywhere strange? We just come back from our honeymoon in Iceland, for crying out loud. Where have (laughs) they been? (laughs) And I said, well, give us a suggestion. And he said, have you ever been to Cabo San Lucas? And I said, no, this is back in 1986. And we jumped on a plane. We went down there. There were no televisions. There were no phones. Uh, It was kind of a little sleepy village. Well, we've seen what has happened with Cabo San Lucas. Um, Another example, you know, I used to go to Sayulita, Mexico. I still go to Sayulita, Mexico. And it was just a quiet little surfing town. And Warren, all of a sudden, travel and leisure finds it. The great, great unknown place to go in Mexico. Well, if you've been to Sayulita lately, folks, it's hard to get around. There's so many cars and traffic and people and tourists and T-shirt shops. Everybody having a ball is still a quaint little surfing town. But uh, sometimes these lists can work out well-worn and sometimes not quite so well for the people being promoted. Right? 
Well, yeah, a lot depends on whether they're after the economy uh, to to increase or they want to keep it as a nice, sleepy little village. You know, there, there's mixed emotions on both of those. <laughs> all right, so let's go through a couple of these. I don't expect to get through all 25 in the time that I have you. And by the way, the... Domestic cities listed are, as you might expect, in no particular order, Sedona, Arizona, San Francisco, California, and New York City. But let's get a little bit more abroad because, Warren, am I correct? Travel internationally is really booming right now. Uh, It's amazing. Uh, I I was just working on uh, some travel to Italy, and I started pulling up availability of hotels in uh, in like Venice uh, and in Florence, and all of a sudden realized uh, about a third of them are already sold out for the end of the summer. Wow. Rome, Italy... And Palermo, Italy, are both on the list. And Warren, I'm embarrassed, and people are shocked to hear when I admit that for all of my time in Europe, all of my travels all over Europe, I have never been to Italy. Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) I'd love to take you because it's one of my favorite countries around the world. Well, we may have to talk about that a little bit. Uh, (laughs) That may be a future restaurant show group trip you never, never know. Is it easy to get to Italy? Uh, And when I say that, you can go nonstop to Munich with no difficulty. You can go nonstop to so many different places. But how do you even get to Italy typically? You fly nonstop on United. United Airlines to Chicago to New York and then bounce over to Rome. How do you typically get there? Um, there are two choices. One is to go to a gateway city such as New York or Chicago that has nonstop flights. The other is to fly, uh, you know, nonstop to either Frankfurt or Munich and then make a connecting flight on down to whatever city you want in Italy. Uh, because, uh, yes, uh, there are nonstops out of uh, New York, say, to uh, Milan and to Rome, but uh, many people want to start in Florence or they want to start in Venice okay. uh, or end in Naples. Uh, so then uh, we use a connecting flight up to, uh, you know, to the, uh, like, like we're either United or Lufthansa flies nonstop back to the United States or going over the other way. Uh, it, it, it works out that way very well. A lot of them, of course, gets driven by availability of, uh, uh, you know, well-priced discount airfares, too. All right. His name is Warren Erbson. My name is Mike Boyle. He's the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Beauty lies in all corners of the globe. We're going to talk about the 25 most beautiful cities when we come back on the restaurant show. News Talk 710 KNUS. Hey, everybody, it's Mike. And if you've listened to the show with any regularity, you know I love pizza. America loves pizza. And one of the places I love to go. Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, 
just a little bit south of Evans, owned by Joyce Schaefer since 2008. And you wouldn't call it Joyce's Famous Pizza if they didn't do a great, great job. The pizzas are huge. She's got other dishes as well. It's a small little place. You can dine in. She's got about two or three tables, but they do a lot of takeout. They also do delivery. So what I would do is I'd give Joyce a call at 303 303- 777-4992 that's 30377 pizza but boy when it comes to a good pie she does a wonderful job she's got some salads some sandwiches a couple of pasta dishes as well but stop by Joyce's 2120 South Broadway and tell her you heard about it from Mike Boyle on the restaurant show You know, it's tough enough to start one restaurant, one restaurant that concentrates on one concept. You can imagine how hard it must be to start restaurants with two completely different concepts. If a place does breakfast and lunch well, then you may not think of it as a dinner place. If you're looking for a nice place to have dinner, you probably won't think of a restaurant that offers breakfast. So what is Randy Price, owner of the locally owned and operated Rocky Mountain Restaurant Group down in the metro area? He's put together two completely different concepts, kept them separate, and both have been very well received. The first, Urban Egg, a daytime eatery featuring delicious breakfasts and casual lunches with locations up and down the front range and then he has the super successful salsa brava mexican restaurants serving wonderful and unique mexican dishes for lunch and dinner what do they have in common all restaurants in the group strive for and attain a uniqueness not only in dishes but by using fresh colorado sourced ingredients wherever possible in all their dishes so whether you're looking for a great breakfast burgers or salads for lunch or a nice place to get your mexican fix think about the urban egg and salsa brava all unique all good all local it's Mike, and you know, for as long as I can remember, as long as I've been on the air, I've been telling you about the Black Hat Cattle Company up on Highway 74 in Kittredge. It's about eight miles up from Morrison, a few miles down from Evergreen, owned and operated by Dave Rodriguez. I've known Dave. He's been in the restaurant business over 40 years. He does a great job. It's got this beautiful Colorado feel. He's got a wonderful collection of Western art, but it's the food. It's a steakhouse. They are open for dinner five days a week. You can call them for a reservation, 303-670-0941. But I recently had a meal up there that was unbelievable. I walked in, I was sitting with Dave, and I said, I want a baseball cut top sirloin. That's the center of the sirloin. It was prepared perfectly by Elizabeth, been with him for years. But get on up to the Black Hat Cattle Company, tell them you want a baseball cut, and tell them you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. News Talk 710, KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. People say I've got a drinking problem. That ain't no reason to stop. People saying that I've hit All right, welcome back to the restaurant show. What makes a city beautiful? A high-flying skyline, ample parkland, a decided-upon devotion to a single hue. Is it the place to spend days exploring ancient wonders, world-class museums, or surrounding mountains? Anyway, that prompted this article, 25 Most Beautiful Cities in the World. And, uh, of course, your initial reaction is to say, well, of the 25, I'm a pretty big traveler. How many have I been to? The answer to the question is, folks, I've been to less than half. I've been to 12 of the 25. We've got Warren Earps and the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show on with us for this segment. Warren, I'm going to bounce around, but the number one city on this list is Barcelona, Spain. I have been to Spain. I've been to the Costa del Sol. I've been to Puerto Banús. I've been uh, uh, down to Gibraltar and taken the ferry over to Mar- um, 
over to Morocco, uh, been up to Madrid, been out to the Valley of the Fallen. Uh, I love Spain, but I've never been to Barcelona, and I'm told that that is something that you're probably going to scold me for not having been there as well. It is a beautiful city, uh, both uh, with a wonderful harbor, beach area, and uh, very, very stylish uh, avenues and and uh, kind of fun areas just to wander up and down. So, yes, Barcelona is a remarkable city. Uh, my first experience traveling there goes back to 1962 when I was a, a youngster uh, traveling with my Europe on $5 a day book <laughs> and, and Barcelona was an absolute bargain back in those days to say. It's not quite the bargain it once was, but you can still find value there. But it, it, it is a beautiful, beautiful city. Um, it's because of the fact that it's so beautiful and so popular now, some of the locals are saying, wait a minute, let's uh, let's uh, uh, limit some Pump of the, the brakes a little bit here, in. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Covered uh, food so markets, snug tapas bars, iconic modernist architecture and golden sand Mediterranean beaches are big appeal factors for this beautiful Catalonia's colorful capital. And you know what? I'll you tell have- you this. If you, if, you, if you want to avoid the crowds of Barcelona, I would suggest the Costa del Sol. Um, I would suggest going even up a little bit to Terra Molinos and some of those places. And if you want to read a wonderful book about Terra Molinos, it goes back to James Michener's The Drifters, written in late 60s, maybe early 70s, about a young man who goes to Terra Molinos as a busker. He's obviously trying to avoid conscription into the army for the uh, Vietnam War, but uh, and he just puts his guitar case out and sits on the corner and starts playing his guitar, and uh, it was actually a very, very good book. But Spain is a beautiful place. I know people that have done the Camino de Santiago in northern Spain, so uh, I would certainly suggest that people put Spain on their list. Number two, Known as the adventure capital of the world, Queenstown, New Zealand, is the ultimate playground for all things outdoors. Whatever your speed, the city has it. Hiking, hella hiking for the deeply adventuresome. Skiing, skydiving, rafting, winery hopping, and cruising the Milford Sound are just a few examples of the activities on Offer. I will also remark that uh, when my daughter and I went there on our Around the World tour, we jumped off. It is the highest bungee jump in the country of New Zealand and one of the highest in the world. I had bungee jumped a couple times. My daughter never had. So her excursion was um, from having never done it to going to one of the biggest drops in the world. Have you been to Queenstown, New Zealand? Uh, no, I have been to uh, the North Island extensively of New Zealand, but I never got to the South Island, which is a regret because Queenstown, I've sent quite a few people there and uh, uh, everyone who's ever gone there has always enjoyed it and had a wonderful experience. And when they talk about all those things, they said, uh, you know, uh, the adventures, they're not in Queenstown. They're in the on the South Island of mm-hmm. uh, New Zealand, uh, spread all around. 
sound, uh, uh, like the Milford sound and trekking and so on. So uh, there's a lot to do there, and it is a you know a wonderful destination. And the the, the Kiwis are wonderful people over in, in New very New hospitable. <laughs> Right. And the only thing I found driving through parts of New Zealand a couple of different times is you have to watch out. The uh, sheep outnumber, you know, the total population in any one small town. And you have to be careful where you're driving. That was um, that was my daughter's first experience with me driving on the other side of the vehicle and on right. the other side of the road. And I can assure you that there were times when I scared the H.E. Double hockey sticks out of her. <laughs> Queenstown is built around a finger of Lake Wakatipu. And, uh, folks, so in other words, you can get up in the morning in your hotel and look right out on the lake, run along the lake, walk into town, and then go straight up the mountain for skiing and come down the mountain and play golf or other cycling activities. And Milford Sound, of course, is south of Queenstown, and that was where the uh, Lord of the Rings, wasn't it the Lord of the Rings was filmed, if I recall. So it's absolutely... Yes, parts of it, yes. And so it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful, and I would tell people that if you ever get to Queenstown, you have got to go to the Ferg, F-E-R-G, Ferg Burger, because it is really a fun, fun, fun locals hangout. All right. What about, you know, Paris, France is on the list. Um, But let's get let's get a little bit. People expect places like uh, London, England to be on the list. But let's get a little bit more abroad. Let's go down south. In South America, there are two cities listed. Warren Erpson. One of them is Cartagena. Colombia. And I know that people say, oh my God, Colombia, nothing but drug, you know, Medellin and drug cartels and so forth and so on. When my daughter was living in South America, we would meet periodically just so we get an opportunity to go somewhere different. And so we both flew into Medellin and uh, spent some time there. Then we went up to Cartagena. Colombia is a little bit bigger country than most people think. You have to fly up to Cartagena. Uh, We wound up going back to Bogota. She flew out of Bogota. I stuck around for a couple of days. Bogota, a city when the Spaniards... Took it over, conquered it, invaded it, populated it, whatever word you want to use, decreed that there would be a Catholic church every 700 meters. And there are some absolutely spectacular churches, but that's Bogota. Have you been to Cartagena, Colombia, Warren? No, I have not. Warren, uh, you haven't been to Queenstown yet. I'm, I'm, I've got you on as my expert. What's the deal? <laughs> well, I have sent enough people to Cartagena and to, and to Columbia. Uh, in fact, uh, one of my cousins uh, uh, out of Los Angeles may, uh, married a young lady from Columbia, and so I've sent the family down there, and uh, they they go back there and just love uh, visiting their relatives down in Columbia and. Uh, Cartagena, of course, is you know a major attraction down there. I'll tell you something, folks. It's absolutely wonderful. Cartagena takes in visitors with a winning mix of Caribbean beaches and islands, five centuries of history, and a walkable 
an extremely photographic old town. It's really, really something. Bougainvilleas burst from the balconies of buildings, painted coral, cobalt, fuchsia, and bright marigold. And you know what? There's actually an interesting story that you probably don't get on most restaurant shows. But, of course, Bougainvilleas were, I'm going to butcher the story because I don't have it right in front of me, but... They were a flower out of France, and a guy named Bougainville, or Bougainville, however you pronounce it, actually exported them down to South America. Apparently, they're not indigenous to South America, and now they are all over the place, and I love Bougainville, and I came back and I did a little history. I was talking to a nursery out in Parker. They are now genetically modifying Bougainville because my dad loved them. We had them in our house growing up in Southern California in the yard, but what's the worst thing about Bougainvilleas? They've got monster thorns, and you know what? They have now genetically modified them now that there are Bougainvillea without thorns. I thought that that was kind of fascinating, but Cartagena, what a wonderful, wonderful town. We stayed in a nice historic place there, and I'll tell you this, (coughs) when you're on one of those beaches, there's a good chance that a lady from Cartagena will come up, and she said, Sir, Would you like a pedicure right here on the beach looking at the Caribbean? And my daughter said, get it, Dad. And I will tell you this, Warren Erpson, it was all I could do not to follow that woman home like a puppy because it was that, (laughs) that memorable. His name is Warren Erpson. We're talking about the 25 most beautiful cities in the world. I don't know how many we're going to get through, but let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break. want to remind you to check out my website at MikeBoyle.com. You never know when one of these cities might pop up on one of our group trips. We have got other group trips coming up that I know you might have some interest in. Once again, it's MikeBoyle.com. My daughter's company is Gusto Mexico, a soft adventure cultural immersion company where she takes about a dozen people to neat little areas like Oaxaca and Todos Santos. You might want to check out that GustoMexico.com website as well. We'll be back with Warren Erpson on the Mike Boyle Restaurant. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and I've got some great news for you. Grinelli's Pizza in Castle Rock is open. Mike, what's the big deal? They've been around for almost 20 years. Yes, but for 20 years, they've been Monday through Saturday, closed Sunday. I talked to Angie, the owner, and I said, Angie, Sunday's a big pizza day. We've got beautiful residency right in downtown Castle Rock. People live all over the Douglas County area. You are the neighborhood go-to pizza. You're serving that Chicago style pizza, what you like to call Midwest style pizza, where you put the ingredients, the toppings underneath the cheese. But you know what? Now they are open Sunday. Finally, I talked her into it. Granelli's Pizza, open at 11 o'clock, seven days a week. They've got dine-in, yep, they've got beer and wine, and you can take out, and they even do delivery. So Granelli's Pizza, 21 Wilcox in Casserock, seven days a week, open at 11 o'clock. Stop by and say hello to Angie. Angie, and tell her you heard about it on the restaurant show. 
Hey, Colorado restaurant lovers, can we all agree that no matter how small your carbon footprint is, how small your family is, how environmentally inclined you may be, we all have trash. And how to get rid of it should be a concern to us all. Well, here at the Restaurant Show, may we suggest you use HBS Trash Services? HBS is a Colorado-owned and operated trash company with over 25 years serving the front range from Colorado Springs to Fort Collins. They have over 55,000 residential customers and over 6,000 commercial clients that trust their services every day. They have that hometown touch with reps in the field and and headquarters in Greenwood Village to provide the premier service you deserve. At HBS Trash Services, their priority is to keep our state clean and restaurants immaculate. Like a beautiful menu, they offer a wide variety of services to handle all your trash and recycle needs for both home or business. To help their customers be protected from inflation, hidden fees, and other markups, they offer a flat rate on their wide range of services. So join them by calling Daniel, your personal rep, at 720-576-2659 or connect with him online at hbstrash.com. Let HBS stash your trash. Hey, everybody, it's Mike, and everybody loves a good steak, right? Yeah, but sometimes we're in the mood for a nice, big, sloppy burrito. Yeah, and maybe sometimes we're in the mood for some Italian food. Well, why don't you go to Mickey's Top Sirloin? Mickey's Top Sirloin, 6950 North Broadway in North Denver, just off of 70 and I-25. Yes, it's a Top Sirloin house. They've got great steaks. They've got great porterhouse steaks. But they also serve some wonderful Mexican dishes, and they've got some wonderful Italian dishes as well. They've got a great full-service bar. It's a really comfortable place. And you know what? Trace Welch, the owner, the place has been around since 1962. He's also got a place over in Commerce City that's just a little express burrito place called Mickey's Express. It's right there off Colorado Highway 2. So whether you want to go to Mickey's Top Sirloin and have a drink and sit down and relax, or you just want a big old sloppy burrito and you want it real quick, go to Mickey's Express. But either place is going to take care of you. Stop by. Say hello to Trace and tell him you heard about it from Mike Boyle on The Restaurant Show. Doesn't an ice cold Mountain Dew sound good as we return to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I'm not the kind that like to drown my sorrow. All right, let's keep it going. You're talking about the 25 most beautiful cities in the world. Mike, I thought this was the restaurant show. You know what? My guest on the show, Warren Erpson, the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. Warren, I think I mentioned the Ferg Burger in Queenstown, New Zealand, the South Island. I think a big part of travel is the food. What do you think? Oh, it's always, uh, you know, both an adventure and a pleasure uh, trying to, you know, try new things, try local things. uh, uh, And uh, and then the other side is trying to uh, when you get to a point and you've been traveling a while, you suddenly say, gee, I would kill for an American style hamburger. But oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Many times I've I've gotten off the plane and said, I've got to just get a great big old juicy burger or boy, I've got to get an American-style pizza. No. How about some buffalo wings? I think I'd like some buffalo wings. You know, in Cartagena, Colombia, my daughter loves plantains. I don't like squishy stuff, okay? And so she turned me on to plantain chips, and they're in bags all over the place, just like we have Ruffles and Lay's potato chips all over the United States. And whenever I see plantain chips, I really like them. All right, another place, if we're going to stay on the South American continent, let's talk a little bit about Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires, Argentina. 
Cosmopolitan, captivating Buenos Aires is a marriage of European flair and Latin flavor. There is very European influence down there, folks. Don't forget that that's where an awful lot of Germans, an awful lot of Nazis tried to hide after the war. There's an awful lot of European influence down there, but it's certainly got a Latin flavor. And they are very proud of their certain unique Latin culture. Let me give you an example. They speak a Spanish, a dialect called Lunfardo, L-U-N-F-A-R-D-O. And it is not let's call it similar to Spanish, but it's its own dialect. And if you mispronounce it, even if you think you're pronouncing a word correctly in Spanish, they won't give it to you. When my daughter lived down there and she'd say, Dad, after I get off work, I'd like you to meet me at this place. I'd say, would you please write it on a piece of paper or on a three by five card so that I can show it to the cab driver so that he would know exactly where to take me. And I'll tell you this. It's very similar to an awful lot of places like we were talking about Spain. If you want to start your dinner, if you're a senior citizen and you think that dinner hour now is four o'clock in the afternoon, then Buenos Aires, Warren Erbson, is not the place for you. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first day yeah, I got that's there. That's still siesta time for a lot of people. <laughs> the, the, first day, the first day I got there to visit my daughter, um, I was obviously staying at a hotel. And uh, she says, I'll come and get you, Dad. And I've got a reservation for us at 930. Well, folks, at 930, and they are meat Eaters, meat and yes. red wine. That is the home of Malbec, M A L B E C. If you want to have a wonderful, yeah. wonderful red wine, try a Malbec. And we went to a place that was absolutely packed. Warren, in Buenos Aires, a lot of restaurants, and I venture to say most restaurants, don't even open for dinner until 8 30. Uh, that's true. And the other thing that impressed me uh, walking the streets of there when you get, you know, like it uh, around 9, 930, the, the smells of roasting beef. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Out on the sidewalk. I mean, it, it almost drags you into some of the uh, restaurants. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, uh, and Buenos Aires is a beautiful city. And you talked about, yes, the Germans that, that had uh, kind of escaped to that area. But long before they were there, there's a huge Italian population mm-hmm. in Buenos Aires you also. Bet. And, and, and uh, that's and that's a little a bit of the inf- that's a little bit of the, the the Italian language influences a little bit of what makes the Spanish down there this Linfardo. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it does. Buenos Aires is the birthplace of tango, and it's unthinkable to visit without catching a seductive show performed by a live band. You know what? Buenos Aires, Argentina. Mick Jagger, we all know who Mick is of the Rolling Stones. Mick Jagger says that it's one of his favorite cities in the world. They scheduled a concert in Buenos Aires when my daughter was down there. She called me up. She said, Dad, you've seen the Stones. You love the Stones. I've grown up listening to your favorites of the Stones. You've always said that if the Stones got close, I ought to see them. Can you get me a couple tickets? I tried going online at midnight. 
And there's, you know what, there's a big deal in, always in the always in the news about Ticketmaster and how ticket sales get announced and you can't get them 30 seconds after they go on sale and so forth because the big ticket guys buy them. So anyway, she said, I went on at midnight. Within 30 seconds, a minute, they were all sold out. I said, I'll get you a couple tickets. She said, Dad, I was out on a bike tour. She worked for Biking Buenos Aires, giving people bike tours of that beautiful, beautiful city. And she said there was Mick Jagger just walking through one of the parks saying hello to people. And uh, it's one of Mick Jagger. So if you're a Rolling Stones fan and if you think Mick Jagger is a travel expert, he's certainly been to plenty of places, he would certainly suggest Buenos Aires. I'll tell you another place that's one of Mick's favorites, uh, Warren Erbson, Rio, Rio de Janeiro. And, um, and again, that's that's one I have not been to. It's on my definite bucket list, but uh, have not uh, had the opportunity to go to Rio. I, again, I've sent a lot of people there over the years, but uh, Rio is uh, and again a dramatic city, and and uh, you know. Uh, uh, nothing quite like Coca-Cola Beach and you know, that area, but uh, um, I regret not having been there yet. Well, Kaylee and I went over from Buenos Aires, and uh, I'll t- there's another there's another Mick Jagger story. His favorite hotel is the Palace, the Commander's Palace, and um, while I like to spoil myself. While I travel, Warren, as I'm sure you and your friend Kay do, uh, there are limits to (laughs) my ability to spoil myself. So we stayed at a nice Hilton right on the beach, Ipanema Ipanema Beach. Uh, But we did go to the command. We did go to the palace for dinner. And um, yes, it was every bit as good as build. Yes, it was every bit as expensive as build. Um, But when I walked in, I was nice. I had a nice golf shirt on, nice sneakers, nice cargo pants. And they said, sir, uh, we don't let people in long pants. They took me in short pants. They took me back to a dressing room that just had a complete wardrobe and they said pick out a pair of pants you'd like to wear for dinner and had an absolutely wonderful wonderful meal and i'll tell you something else brazil to the best of my knowledge is where the acai berry acai was discovered in the jungles of the amazon and uh, obviously has many health qualities healing powers but until you've sat on um, Ipanema Beach and had a handmade acai bowl right there while looking at the ocean and just enjoying yourself. That is really, really heaven. Warren, I can't believe I'm giving I'm you're you're my, you're supposed to be in my my uh, what do they call it? Lifeline on these game shows and so <laughs> forth. But all right. How about all right. I'm going to give you an easy one. We talked about Paris. We talked about London. But how about Edinburgh, Scotland? Oh, yes. One of the most beautiful cities in the world, according to this article. Talk about it. The castle dominating that city on on a a hill up over it. uh, It it is dramatic and is beautiful. And, of course, the gateway to all of northern Scotland. An ancient city. And a lot of scotch. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. That is where scotch comes from. An ancient city set on a dramatic landscape of extinct volcanoes and anchored by a grand 
Acropolis like Kessel. Yes, Edinburgh sure is a stunner. And I've told many, many people, and I'm sure you have as well, that at sunset every day when we were there, and I'm told that it is still going on, a lone bagpiper overlooks the city of Edinburgh from the castle and plays Amazing Grace, and it is absolutely spine-tingling to listen to. Yeah, it, 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 it is a wonderful city, both for things like that and just, you know, wandering the streets and enjoying it. And, uh, you know, it, it is absolutely beautiful. Uh, of course, going there, you know, during summer months, uh, it, because of being so far north, uh, it's almost like being in Alaska where the sun hardly ever sets. <laughs> so you have li- nice long days to enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. Edinburgh, Scotland, folks. And uh, if you really want to do one of the c- cities on this list, do London, England. Then you take the train over to Liverpool and you go to the cave. That's where the Beatles started. There's a plaque there that said four lads that rocked the world. And then you get on the ferry and you go over to Dublin and you rent a car in Dublin. And you go down to Cashel, and you go down and you kiss the Blarney Stone and the Ring of Kerry and the Dingle Peninsula and up to Galway. <laughs> maybe you go up to Boyle, Ireland, absolutely. And then maybe you swing back and you go to Dublin and you get on the train like I did. And you go up to Belfast. I stayed in the Belfast Europa, the most bombed hotel in the history of Ireland. Uh, this was back in the 80s, back during the Troubles. And then you take the ferry over to uh, Glasgow, Scotland, into Edinburgh, and then you go back down to London. And that is an absolutely spectacular circular trip. We're going to go ahead and take a break. When we come back, I'll give you the list here on the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. We've got Warren Erbson, the official travel agent. Hey, but it's Mike, and I like hot sauce. You know what? Recently, I was at Danny Cash Hot Sauce over 3545 South Platte River Drive right off of Santa Fe and Hampton. And I was looking at all the different types of unique hot sauce they have and all the different hot sauces they carry. And I thought, I'm going to get Danny Cash on the air. Danny, welcome to the show. And what goes well with hot sauce? Everything, Mike. Absolutely everything. Well, I can imagine because I've gotten to the point where I like to put it on everything. I remember I had Pete Coors out of Cal Poly for a beer seminar one time. And people said, what goes well with your beer? And he said, everything goes well with my beer. And it's kind of the same way with hot sauce. They've got over 50 signature brands. They can private label. Danny, how do people reach you? Hit us up on the website at dannycash.com. All right, folks. He's got wonderful flavors. He can do private labels for you. Give them a visit. They would love to see you. Check it out. Danny Cash Hot Sauce. Hey, have you tried the new product from Pepsi? It's called Starry, and it's the new lemon-lime drink recently introduced. It's good, very good, and just one more in a long line of Pepsi products that includes Pepsi, Pepsi Diet, Mountain Dew, Mug Root Beer, and Mike's favorite, Pepsi Zero. Starry is just a little bit sweeter, but every bit as refreshing as its predecessor, Sierra Mist. And remember, Pepsi also offers refreshing waters, Rockstar Energy Drink, Muscle Milk, Lipton Tea, and Gatorade. So whatever the occasion... 
make sure you have plenty of Pepsi beverages around the house. Pepsi also puts out Lay's potato chips, Ruffles, Fritos, Sun Chips, Doritos tortilla chips, and another of Mike's favorites, jalapeno cheese-flavored Cheetos. Good luck trying to eat just one. If that isn't enough to make you rush out and load up on Pepsi products, remember that Pepsi is very supportive of community events and hires veterans with over 100 of them working for Pepsi throughout Colorado. Proud to have Pepsi involved in the restaurant shows. Hey, but it's Mike. Don't panic. Hold your horses. Don't be confused. Black Eyed Peas are operational, up and running, still serving chicken, fried chicken, still serving that pot roast, lots of different sides. Maybe you saw that after 35 years, Black Eyed Peas decided not to renew their lease on Colorado Boulevard. But that doesn't mean they're not in Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Castle Rock, Westminster, Lakewood. They've got stores all up and down the front range. They've been around for years and years. They do an absolutely wonderful job. I don't want you to be confused. I want you to go see my buddy Steve and Michelle Shaw. They are the owners and operators. They do a fabulous job. And not only do they have the chicken fried chicken and the pot roast, but you know what? They've got plenty of other dishes as well. They do veterans discounts. They've got a seniors menu as well. Save you a little bit of money. But visit. It's good old stick to the rib American food. Visit your local Black Eyed Pea. News Talk 710 KNUS. Listen live on Odyssey. KNUS Denver. All right, welcome back to the final segment of this hour, the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. I knew it would go fast. I knew we wouldn't get through all of these. And during the break, when I was talking about kissing the Blarney Stone, Jim Nichols, doing a nice job of producing this segment, said, there's a rumor that people have been known to urinate on the Blarney Stone, so you might want to give it a thought whether or not you want to kiss it. Well, first of all, I kissed it in 1981. I don't know if that rumor was going around back then, but I will tell you this. I was under the misconception, Warren Erbson is with me, the official travel agent for the show, that it was like a big stone on the castle premises. And you just walked up and you kissed it and what's the big deal? And you got a little bit of good luck, the gift of gab. But no, it's embedded in the castle. And it's about three stories off the ground. And it's on the exterior wall of the castle. So you go up to the top floor and you have somebody that you feel very comfortable with. I was traveling with a buddy named Dave Whaley and you dangle over the roof down about four, five, six feet. And that's where the Blarney Stone is. And that's how you kiss it. So, Warren, just to clear up any misconceptions that people have out there, kissing the Blarney Stone is not only a bit more difficult than people might imagine, but it certainly involves a high level of trust, the person holding you by your ankles. Very much so. Uh, uh, my first time there to try and do that, I was taking uh, a group uh, from uh, your, one of your previous radio stations, and I had Charlie Martin with me, mm-hmm. eight height, and I got him to kiss the Barney Stone. <laughs> yes, yeah, and it, so like we said, it's not easy. Well, listen, let me do this. And Warren, I'd like to get you back because... I think what we should do is we should do another segment down the road where we give, you know what, this is some editor, this is some 
a compilation of uh, maybe a couple of travel writers for a magazine, maybe Travel and Leisure. They came up with the 25 most beautiful cities. But you and I are certainly travel experts, so I think that we should do another segment at some point that gives people our thoughts on some places, cities and places that they ought to get on the list. So, folks, here we go. The 25 most beautiful cities in the world. Barcelona, Spain, we talked about that. Queenstown, New Zealand, beautiful. Number three, Istanbul, Turkey. I have not been there. My daughter will be going there on her honeymoon here in a few months. Um, Any quick 20, 30-second thoughts on Istanbul, Turkey, Warren. Uh, I've been there a number of times. It's an exciting city, a port city. Uh, uh, you know, it, 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 the Bosphorus is the entrance to the to the Black uh, Black Sea, to, to, uh, uh, to so many areas in that part of the world. Um, it's, uh, you know, just it, it's the link between uh, Europe and Asia. Uh, I've traveled through... Turkey and and uh, have enjoyed it immensely, uh, and, and it is a dramatic city to see. All right, Paris, France, Buenos Aires, Argentina, Dubrovnik, Croatia. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, Dubrovnik is a, a remarkable walled city that was almost destroyed by the Serbs in, in their, uh, you know, when Yugoslavia was split up and uh, then totally rebuilt, largely with uh, donations from the travel community. Well, that's going to be that's going to be on my daughter's itinerary, along with Istanbul, Turkey. They're going to Croatia, Sydney, Australia. I love Sydney, Australia, Sedona, Arizona. Morocco. And uh, folks, Morocco is a very interesting country. You can take the ferry over from Gibraltar, over from the south of Spain. Um, But it is a fascinating place. Seoul, South Korea, Cartagena, Colombia, Kyoto, Japan, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, San Francisco, California, Palermo, Italy, Cape Town, South Africa. Cape Town, South Africa is an absolutely spectacular town. Spent Christmas there about 10 years ago with my daughter. We did a lot of hiking, Table Mountain. It does have a rap of being a very... Uh, having some crime challenges. But you know what? I will tell you this. It is absolutely spectacular. The country of Georgia, Rome, Italy, Hoi An, Vietnam, London, England, uh, New York City, Taipei, Taiwan, Edinburgh, Scotland, Singapore, and a place that I am going to get to because my daughter says it's absolutely spectacular. San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, uh, kind of known as in the Central Highlands, kind of known as an artsy, craftsy community. But, uh, folks, that wraps up this hour. Warren, thank you so much. We're out of time, but thank you so much for joining me. Uh, it's always a pleasure, Mike, and uh, naming all those cities brings back a lot of travel memories. I'll bet it certainly does, and hopefully, folks, it'll not only bring back a few memories for some of you, but maybe inspire you to get out and see this great big country and this great big beautiful travel world. That wraps up this hour of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.